Hi, everybody. Welcome to All Things Aviation and Aerospace. This is a special edition, a very special edition, actually. We are um, doing this webcast live from Joint Base San Antonio Randolph uh, with regard to the Air Education and Training Command. And, and we're going to, we have, as you can see, um, really great and unique guests here. We have a birthday guy who's going to turn 102 tomorrow. Uh, General, it is, uh, in, and I know you hear this a lot, but it is absolutely an honor to have you uh, in our presence as you get ready to turn 102. I know that Joint Base uh, San Antonio Randolph has enjoyed having you here uh, since yesterday, and uh, and today was, was quite a day for you. Indeed, quite an honor, and I appreciate that so much. It's a p pleasure to be here to share with those who are doing so much that, that applies to our Air Force and our aviation future. Exactly. And speaking of aviation future, we, 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 we do both. We're, we're looking at it in terms of the history of aviation as it relates here, because there's something very unique. And I'm going to let our, our guests who I'm about to introduce tell us more about that uh, with regard to this particular base uh, and then talking about the future. So let me introduce our guest first. Um, and it's as quickly as he told me how to pronounce it, I'm about to blow it. <laughs> Lane, how do you say your last name again? It's Bourgeois. Bourgeois. How could I forget that? <laughs> Lane Bourgeois, who is a historian with the 12th Flight Training Wing. Um, and then we have Lieutenant Colonel Corey Henwood. He is the commander for the 99th Flight Squadron. Uh, and thirdly, we have, are sitting with him actually, is Major Nicholas Fairbrother, uh, who is an instructor, uh, trainer, et cetera. So gentlemen, welcome to All Things Aviation and Aerospace. Thank you. Thank thanks you for having us. Thank you. Good In general, you. thanks for coming. It was a true honor. Yeah, it's been, it's been a, a really great day. It's been an enlightening day because the history that you have here and that you have on display and that we talked about and shared, and then you guys had a few nice surprises for the general. So it's just, it's made overall for a really good day. I, I'm gonna start it off, I'll start off with you, Lieutenant Colonel, uh, if you could kind of give us an overview about the 99th and about what this is all means with having our, our iconic uh, Brigadier General with us today. Yes, sir. So uh, we ho uh, here at the 99th, we are the only active duty Tuskegee Airmen Squadron. Uh, our current mission is to uh, teach folks how to be instructors in the T1 uh, for undergraduate pilot training uh, in the Air Force. Uh, having DOTAs who come through this squadron, um, it truly is an honor. It allows us to uh, learn from them and to remember our history, where we came from, the sacrifice that General McGee made uh, as a young man. Uh, as he grew up in the Air Force, the continual sacrifice to change this great nation and our Air Force and prepare us for the future. It truly, um, it, it's just a blessing to have him here uh, and for my squadron uh, to be able to interact with him and his family, uh, to hear his stories, his courage, um, his leadership, as well as for us to uh, be able to share a little bit about ourselves and where uh, we are going and taking the Air Force into the future uh, on uh, basically the eve of the Air Force's 75th anniversary, uh, which General McGee got to be a, a part of both the Army Air Corps and the Air Force, uh, which is such a, a huge honor. Yeah, he, it's, 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 it's unconscionable that he 
started his flight training 80 years ago. And the Air Force is only 75 years old. <laughs> so <laughs> figure that, right? Um, but no, it, it is amazing. And you were talking about the family here. So his two daughters and son are here. His oldest daughter, his youngest, his youngest daughter, she likes to call herself, um, and, and his son are all here with him. And that's also made it a, a real special treat. And we also want to thank, and I don't want to forget to do this at the end of the program, so I'll do it now, thank the, the United States Air Force for everything that you guys have done in terms of bringing us out here and uh, and just showing us some amazing things today, including hanging out in the flight simulator, for, which we couldn't pull the general out of. He, 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 <laughs> That's true. He did not want to leave. Do this starting at nine and just do it all day. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So, so, but you know, one of the things we don't think about the, we think about the, we have a tendency to think more about the current, and the future, but you guys have a historian, and that's you, Lane. And and so tell us, Lane, what you do, and tell us a little bit about the history of of this this uh, installation. Well, I'm the twelfth uh, flying training wing historian. Uh, uh, it's kind of a misnomer. We we actually do not have installation historians, but by default, I'm kind of the installation historian because. I have all of the files uh, in my office that deal with, with Randolph. But what, what we do as historians is we track the operational history of our units uh, who are under, under our charge. Like the 99th is doing some fantastic things uh, uh, with the accelerated path to wings. That's a topic that uh, will be reflected in my history. And then uh, the other units, of course, are, are, are doing their thing. And, and I try to capture uh, the important uh, uh, aspects of their mission. So the historian, although the, the term historian, you think of, oh, this guy must be interested in World War I and World War II. Well, I am, but uh, historians actually are really interested in, in what's happening in the mission today so we can capture that uh, so that it will be for us as history uh, tomorrow. So uh, uh, that's what we do as historians. Uh, uh, and uh, and that, that's my charge. Sure. General, this has been a great experience for you today. Tell us a little bit from your perspective, all of the things you've heard and seen, and you've had a chance to be face to face with some of the, the airmen uh, and air, air women, I guess you would say, and, and, and everything. Tell us what you, uh, your, well, your side of that. I find this, uh, it's been very informative to be here and, and hear and share and what, what is taking place today, but to realize that, that the 99th, the first of the, the, the black squadrons and what they, they uh, went through uh, in, in the early years, what we're saying more than 80 years ago or some, some, something, something like that. But the story of the 99th and, 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 and their growth and the fact that, that uh, they established values that are still good today and glad to see that it's being carried on by the unit uh, and, and, and particularly here where instructors are informed of that history for their understanding and what it means uh, as, as the Air Force grows and they go out and share with, 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 with new units and so on. Just a real pleasure to be here and participate that way Although I came after the 99th, their story, their history, their, the value lessons are, are just tremendous. And it's a pleasure to see that they're not forgotten and that they're carried on with the uh, 
you today and particularly as instructors are trained to have an understanding and realize that uh, even though technology has changed, hey, value lessons are still good. Absolutely. Lieutenant uh, Colonel Henwood, once you've realized that 102-year-old Tuskegee Airman, Air Force retired, Brigadier General was going to be coming to visit here, um, and given the history of the 99th and everything, what was going through your mind as you were pulling everything together? Because you guys did a really, really nice presentation this morning. Well, thank you very much. I'll tell you, uh, the first thing I thought of was uh, Major Fairbrother, who uh, gives all of our history uh, tours of our of our building. We're kind of set up slightly like a museum where we start out in the uh, beginning throws of the Tuskegee Airmen and then all the way up to present day, uh, kind of what the uh, what we've been doing. I I'll tell you, uh, the other side was uh, as a commander, I, I was just humbled. That simple, huh? <laughs> that simple. <laughs> Straightforward. That's good. Major Fairbrother, tell us a little bit from your perspective. As, and tell us what you do and, and then your perspective on this. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, again, I'm an instructor pilot here at the 99th, teaching uh, people to be T1 instructors so they can go out and uh, perform these, especially newer programs, XPW, continue with traditional UPT, and also just to... Uh, build these students into the pilots that we need for the future, especially with the changing wars and everything. So that's, again, I'm um, just one little piece in the cog here at the 99th. But due to my background as a historian like Lane, uh, <laughs> I, I was mainly World War II. I studied a lot of that. And I was really excited and really proud to come to the 99th because their heritage is something that you don't see a whole lot. And it's still around. And people are still, to this day, writing books, making movies. It's always in the media about the Tuskegee Airmen, the 99th, and how they broke through that barrier, even when it was a barrier that didn't seem that anybody could get through. The military did it, and then sadly it didn't con it continued in the United States, but then eventually the United States got together and said, we're doing stuff wrong, the Civil Rights Act. So it was really Tuskegee Airmen showing that it doesn't matter who you are, as long as you're all able to go on. So that's why I was really excited to come to this squadron and do my part. And this has just been an honor, General, to hear you talk about stories that I've only read or seen. I was going to say, as a historian, <laughs> I was going to ask you and Lane, you guys have studied all this stuff. And here's a guy that's been around for a century. Sorry, General. Um, <laughs> but he has and seen a little bit of everything. Um, so and, and Lane, you as a historian, what's it like to, to, to bring this to life, so to speak? Oh, it's great. You know, uh, the 99th does a great job uh, with their history over there. Uh, and uh, the 99th has a lot to be proud of as the first uh, combat uh, unit, first black combat unit. You know, they went, they were in North Africa while the other units were being trained. And it was uh, uh, really, uh, they have a really amazing history. Uh, and it's just a, a great honor to be here with, uh, with the general. Uh, I followed him last year when he, uh, he, he got uh, pinned on uh, with Brigadier General. Uh, I, I put that in the history, and, and so uh, we, we try to track uh, what, what's happening with uh, the, the Tuskegee Airmen uh, and reflect that in the history as much as we can here. Yeah, and, and history uh, is, is the precursor to the future in terms of what we're going to see going forward. And uh, you touched on that, uh, Lieutenant Colonel um, 
Oh, I'm sorry, Henwood, uh, you, you touched on it earlier today. In fact, a few times you guys have. Um, you want to share some more thoughts about that? Sure. I mean, uh, you know, the chief's vision for the 75th, uh, you know, the Air Force at 75 is innovate, accelerate and thrive. Uh, I will tell you right now, we have no choice but to do so. And uh, under the leadership of AATC and 19th Air Force, uh, we have moved out on that with uh, making uh, phenomenal instructor pilots as well as Air Force pilots. Uh, the future is, is different than it was when I entered the Air Force. Um, and uh, the future will be different uh, when I'm long gone. Uh, and I will tell you, that's what makes uh, the Air Force so great is its ability to uh, innovate and to be able to thrive under uh, challenging circumstances. And I'll tell you that that mindset of excellence, the motto of the Tuskegee Airmen, truly uh, is what you want as a commander for your folks to have. Uh, and so that that that's why this history, this uh, meeting with, uh, with General McGee, sir, you uh, truly helps breathe that in a squadron and invigorates them with a passion that uh, just no one else can, can do uh, and no other country can do like we can. Sure. Absolutely. Lane, go ahead, General. No, I just say absolutely appreciate the comment because it's so important and glad that, that that part of history can be a part of the future of our Air Force. Yeah. Well, General, while, while you're talking about it, you, you, your legacy has been about the future and it's about the next generation, uh, the future aviators and, and every other aspect of it. Um, we talked a lot about maintenance today and how important that is. Uh, why don't you share with us uh, your thoughts that you've, you've thought about all day and, and it's been a part of your legacy again? Well, it, it's, it's so important that, that we realize what was accomplished, but that we mentor the youth of, of our country because they are the future. And I think that's something all of us need to be a part of. It's good to have the story of what, what the 99th did, but what, what are they doing today? Those are the things to pass on, on, on to our youth and we can be much about it. So it's been a great opportunity to share, get an update and uh, be able to say so. Well, I I was in that chair eighty years ago, but but our thoughts need to be about not just today but tomorrow, and we thank you for that. Yeah, you had a chance to uh, meet the air, a number of airmen uh, in several occasions in the in the uh, theater. I mean the auditorium, and also out on the flight line and things like that. Um, what was that like for you? In, interacting with people that are just getting started or are in the early stages, I'll say, of, of their flying career uh, after you started 80 years ago? Well, to come and be with Sarah with them, with them and see a smile on their face certainly is so important. And that, that's what's been meaningful to me, uh, to see that, do that, and be able to maybe shake a hand or catch an elbow because of what's, what's going on today, but to realize that, that they have a smile on their face and what they're doing and, and, and we salute them because they are the future of our country. Lieutenant Colonel, what, what kind of feedback did you get from, I'm sure you've heard feedback from, from the, uh, the airmen uh, and airwomen today from this experience. 
Well, I'll tell you, first off, uh, everyone has commented how uh, smart the general still has all his wits and his ability to uh, to give such great detail and uh, catch some subtle jokes that he's made uh, throughout the day. Yeah, we've um, learned you can't whisper stuff around him and think he doesn't know what you're talking about. And he will chime in and you're going, oh, he heard us. I <laughs> um, were impressed the, with that. I, I was very, I think everyone was impressed with that. Uh, I think the other uh, feedback that I've gotten is is just uh, one of just openness uh, and how open he's been, his family, yourself, with just uh, answering questions to sharing his uh, perspective on things, uh, which I think is is crucial in today, uh, so that we can understand and get to know each other. Uh, I, I was going to comment on something, General, that you said uh, about meeting folks. Uh, multiple times today, you told everyone to have passion with for what they love and have passion in what they do. And I think it was evident today to see the passion, not only on uh, General McGee's face, uh, but also on my airman's face, uh, my squadron, uh, when they got to meet him and interact with him and talk with him, that passion for aviation, that passion for innovation, and uh, you know uh, the passion of just being able to make a difference. Uh, and even if it's just making a difference in how we teach somebody, uh, that that I think is truly uh, what events like this uh, kind of come in, to come to fruition. Thank you, thank, thank you for that thought because I think for them liking what they're doing is it's great for the future, not only of the organization but 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 of the Air Force, and, and I hope that continues. Major, what's your takeaway for as a, as an instructor pilot that you? from today that you can say, okay, this reminds me of some things that I want to implement or I want to incorporate into what I do for the Air Force? Well, one thing is, uh, you know, we read and watch movies and stuff, but actually meeting a legend is one of those amazing experiences in the life where, you know, you hear all this stuff, but then when you actually get to meet them and hear them stories is outstanding. And then it's also putting that pride in these students and these trainees because as we get these all these trainees that come in we brief them you're part of the red tail family now because you come through this squadron we want you to carry that red tail legacy with you into your next job so that way or your next position of flying just to create that passion with these young 23 24 year olds who are going to be the air force's future 10 15 years down the line commanding squadrons commanding wings so if we can get our instructors here motivated with the red tail family then they can go on to those pilot training bases and motivate their students to be even greater than we are in this in the air force yeah, well said. Wonderful. <laughs> Absolutely Wonderful well said. Indeed. Vincent, yeah. it's like the Coke, the Coke bottle that we were able to present based on Buster. Every one of our trainees gets a Coke bottle when they leave with a snap, a little history memento of uh, Buster's actions. And I'll tell you, uh, that's a conversation starter. That's an ability to share, even though they're no longer and they're, they're not assigned to me, but for you know a short period of time to get trained up. But with that being on their desk, that opens the door to have that conversation and to share that history and share where the Air Force has been and where we're going with the future of accelerating, thriving, and, uh, and, and being able to, to change to be ready for what's next. Yeah. Lane, how about you? Did, did today's experience uh, put something new on your agenda in terms of your efforts as a historian? <laughs> well, uh, I was actually... Um, uh, working on a current uh, uh, thing this morning, 
uh, but I was really looking forward to this uh, uh, meeting. I was working on the, the, the COVID chapter for my history. Uh, um, but, uh, you know, um, this is a, a special time, uh, you know, sharing in the, here in the webinar. Um, so uh, wh what else was your question? Uh, oh, no, you, you kind of covered it. I was just I saying, okay. <laughs> you know, with the experience of having the general here, if that if that gave you some more ideas of of what you're going to do moving forward as a historian, yeah. I probably didn't uh, it well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, well, for historians, uh, you know, our, our days are pretty much, uh, uh, you know, set as far as uh, our topics that we work on and, and things that we cover. Uh, and so, of course, this will make the chronology uh, of the history and everything. Uh, and, and so that's where it will be reflected in, in history. Got you. Thank you for that. <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel, you guys, uh, so, so we took the general out on the flight line, out on the ramp. Um, and as you saw, he lit up. It was oh, a little yeah. chilly out there, a little breezy, <laughs> but he was a happy camper because whenever he goes out there, he really wants to just start a pre-flight on some aircraft. You know? <laughs> so, so you took him out to see the T-1 uh, with the red tail and you had a surprise for him. How did that come about? And, and tell us about the surprise you guys did, did for him. Well, so uh, the tail that we ended up showing him was 338, our heritage bird, uh, which uh, my, my old DO had uh, orchestrated to get painted. We actually wanted, I was telling the general, we wanted to chrome it, uh, but that's a little too expensive and a little hard to keep up. Uh, but we were able to put uh, General McGee's name on that uh, on that plane, um, and uh, I think he he lit up as soon as he uh, saw his name on the side of that plane. Uh, and then we also had a uh, just our normal um, uh, gift to him uh, for his birthday. We had everyone sign uh, going to Litho with a uh, name tag in it uh, for him, so he has something from the 99th uh, to remember uh, his time here, but also, uh, those that served in the 99th that he can recall, I'm sure, uh, many of them that he's met throughout the days. Yeah, absolutely. And again, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So as we wrap up, gentlemen, um, th there has been a lot of, um, uh, excitement over, over this and, and there's, one of the things that this program is about is inspiring the next generation of aspiring young uh, aviation and aerospace professionals. And, and so as we, we kind of close this out, and I'm going to throw it to you first, Lane. I might throw you for a loop, maybe not. But historian, we don't think of that every day. No offense. <laughs> but, but we don't we don't think of you guys. Um, so for somebody that might really love aviation and, and be interested in its history and wanting to go uh, be, become a historian, what would you advise to young people that are interested in doing that? Oh, uh, you know, the, the historian gig for, uh, for the Air like Force is, it's, yeah, it's, it's a great, it's, it's a great opportunity for anyone interested in history, in history, because, you know, a regular historian's got to go do field work. He has to work on uh, funding and all these other kinds of things in the Air Force. Uh, there's a great infrastructure, uh, and uh, your 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 topics, your subjects are, are right here. And uh, you know, it's just a, a very fulfilling uh, kind of career for anyone who's truly interested in history, truly interested in in writing about history. And and like I said earlier, uh, we actually capture what's going on today uh, for for tomorrow. And um, uh, this would be a great opportunity. In fact, we're always looking for new blood. You know, I'm, I'm kind of a, a long in the tooth and uh, uh, our career field, uh, we have a lot of older folks uh, in it and we're always looking for, for new folks 
uh, with that same commitment that we have uh, to uh, to join the Air Force and uh, and uh, you know become historians. Uh, it really is for anyone who's interested in research and, and interviewing and and, uh, and passionate about the, aviation and passionate about aviation. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this is I mean, there's just no better job. So, I mean, it really sells itself for those kinds of people. And uh, and I, I'm just tickled to death whenever I get the opportunity to talk to or train one of the younger folks who are coming up in the program. And uh, I would just anyone I would just encourage anyone who's interested uh, uh, you know, I, I talk to them, you know, when I can and, uh, and train them when I can. And, and that's what I do as far as uh, uh, that goes. Great. Major Fairbrother, the same question to you. So I think that one thing to uh, inspire people into aviation is also just getting them that little taste, you know, if it might be an orientation flight or something, if they're interested in it, they need to be able to give them these opportunities, especially with our diversity attempts and everything like that, that the Air Force is getting more people into flying. So anytime that anybody can go out and find either a university or just a local flying school, school just to catch that bug and then see all the options that can come out for them, whether they want to fly, whether they want to design the next spacecraft, anything like that, the world's out there for them. And they just need to find that one little thing that gets them hooked and then they're stuck for their life because they're going to keep going. And then, like Blaine was saying, you know, from the history aspect, then you get to make the history. You don't just get to report on it, categorize it and everything. You get to make it at that point. And then you get to be where uh, Brigadier General McGee is talking to us and inspiring us to be even better than we are right now and giving us that pride of where we've been just to make that future that much better for us and people to follow. Sure. And Lieutenant Colonel, before you give us uh, the, that answer to that question, I do have one more thing that I wanted to mention and ask you to, to please chime in on. And that has to do with diversity and inclusion. I know it quote unquote, but it was brought up today and I thought you made some really great comments about it. The general talked about it. And that looks like you to share to our viewers uh, your, your thoughts in, in representation of the 99th and Joint Base. Sure. I think it's crucial uh, to get out and to uh, talk with uh, early and often with anyone and everyone. I will tell you uh, our red tail uh, causes folks at airports to come up and ask questions. Uh, going to air shows, uh, we have a local agreement with the uh, local San Antonio uh, chapter for Tuskegee Airmen, and we just did a, a STEM program on aviation. Uh, where we covered the flight portion of that, but they went from the gamut from the maintenance to controlling them at the radar and control towers to weather, uh, all different forms of that. Uh, I think the diversity inclusion, it's it's super important to, to ensure everyone understands that there are no barriers, that if you want to go and have a passion and a vigor for something, uh, it is 100% possible. And I think by getting out into our local communities, into our local schools, uh, or even uh, just as we fly across the United States as a military, there's always that child who's looking up and sees uh, F-16 come in and land or the C-17, you know, landing there to pick up a group of army folks. And they may not be interested in, in being in the army or maybe not be interested in being in the Navy, uh, but they, they see that plane and they're just in all of what it's doing. And I think that's how you, as I believe General McGee said today, he was hooked off his first flight. And <laughs> I will tell you, if you can hook somebody, uh, you know, into that passion of what they're passionate for, uh, the Air Force op 
offers an opportunity with no bounds. Sure. Um, and, and so does our DOD. Well, let me let you wrap it up before we give the general the last word. Any other advice you would give to the up and coming? Uh, one, don't forget where you came from. Remember that uh, someone's always sacrificed. It may be through service. It may be, unfortunately, through the ultimate calling. Um, but we all have somebody that we look up to in our past that we can learn from. Uh, the second thing that I would say, uh, it, it's super important uh, to also, when it's tough, remember back that someone's always had it a little bit tougher and that there are other people with you, that we are here as a brotherhood, a sisterhood together to be able to get this job done. And uh, by General McGee and the Tuskegee Airmen uh, bridging that gap and breaking that barrier to present day with the uh, change in, in venue and adversaries and mission sets. Uh, it is together with our ability to lead and to change and adapt that we're able to do that. You're never alone. Brigadier General yeah. McGee, you get the last word. Well, I would certainly like to add with what was just said and in my mind, I would like to pass on, it does come from the commemorative Air Force, but for us to pass on, believe that you can and never quit. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, he just summed it up. <laughs> we, want <to> wish, <laughs> we want to wish you again a happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> it's great to, to have this opportunity to share this with everybody and, and for the base to, to be able to host, host you and, and the family today. So. Gentlemen, thank you very much for all that you've done and, and for taking the time to be with us on all things aviation and aerospace. Thank you. Thank you, Vincent. Thank you, General. And that's a wrap for all things in aviation and aerospace live from Joint Base San Antonio Randolph. And we will catch up with you guys next week. Until then, everybody take care and have a good one.